everybody, welcome to Live Him Out, the podcast ministry of Vertical Church Ovilla. I'm excited to have Donna Young from First Look Ministries today. So welcome to Live Him Out. Everybody, welcome to our podcast today. I am excited to have Donna Young from First Look Ministry, and uh, people at Vertical Church Ovilla know that name and ministry. But I want to get her to tell us just from the ground floor all about First Look and your work here in Ellis County. So, tell us what is First Look Ministry? Uh, First Look is Ellis County's uh, pregnancy help ministry, and we have been in Ellis County for. 27 years wow. offering all sorts of life-affirming services, encouraging families to choose life for their unborn children. That's awesome. That's very succinct. Perfect. I love that. So tell me or tell everybody where you're located. Uh, we are in a brand new building now mm-hmm. as of last July 1st, and that is at 213 YMCA Drive in Waxahachie. Okay. So if you know where the YMCA is there, you just turn down that street, it dead ends into our into our brand new pregnancy center. Okay, nice. So there you do counseling classes. Counseling classes, Mm -hmm. uh, medical services, ultrasound, pregnancy testing, STI testing and treatment, um, Uh and all sorts of support, pregnancy and parenting support, materials support. Okay. Uh, there's so many things I want to ask. I can't wait to get into all this. So <laughs> tell us how this began 27 years ago. How did this all start? Well, there is an annual event. Uh, actually, it's around the nation called um, Life Chain. Mm-hmm. I remember. And Life Chain is where on the first Sunday of October, mm-hmm. people line major thoroughfares in mm-hmm. cities across the country in Texas, and they have a silent witness for mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. pray, and so forth along the streets. And they've mm-hmm. done that in Waxahachie for years, probably yes. 30 years. Yes. And uh, so several, back then, uh, one life chain, there were two pastors along the sidewalk, side by side praying. Mm-hmm. And one of them said to the other, well, we have to do something more about this mm-hmm. than stand once a year mm-hmm. on the sidewalk and mm-hmm. pray. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning. Wow. That pastor got going, and they are still supportive of us today. Wow. And uh, that was the beginnings of First Look. Mm, I love that. So you were involved then in those early days, obviously. And- <laughs> well, actually, I was to some degree. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, I actually was in a maternity home ministry back okay. then. Okay. And, Interesting. Uh, and maternity home and mother and child program in Waxahachie okay. as a director. Nice. And uh, so that was my early connection okay. to the beginnings of First Look. Okay. So you come into it and, and talk about your, your personal passion in all of this. What, what was your heartbeat in being a part of this? Well, you know, I always knew that God had a place for me in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, since childhood, hmm. and uh, prepared for that, didn't know where it was going to go, and you know how it is. You end up in different paths mm-hmm. in the country, and actually, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, Okay. and uh, my husband and I served in churches in different places and ended up in New Orleans, back in New Orleans, Okay. and then um, I was in corporate work and came to 
Texas with the superconducting super collider. Oh, yeah. And okay. then figured out that's why God had me here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, that didn't work out. So he no, opened the door for that you. That didn't work out. And yeah. he opened that door. And you know, he always does. It's yeah. it's pretty incredible when that happens. Mm. So I guess if you're working in a maternity um, ministry even, you're, you already have a heartbeat for young mothers, exactly. children, exactly. through all of that. And that just and transfers right over. we were right partnering over. with First Look at that point. Okay. We were partnering with them, helping our moms that were in our care and so mm. forth. So we had a relationship um, that was very close. Okay. And so um, then when the maternity home and that, that ministry closed their mm-hmm. door, Okay. Then um, first look didn't have a leader, mm. so that's been going on sixteen years ago now. Oh, nice! And you stepped into that role. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I remember back in the day when there was a Planned Parenthood office in yes, Waxahachie. There was, and there is no longer. No, so there is now first <laughs> no look. No longer. Ministry. That's right. So, uh, so how do people hear about first look? What what do you, what is the way that someone finds out about that typically? Well, it's interesting. Obviously, online is a big thing these mm-hmm. days. So mm-hmm. we do have a presence on the internet, you know, mm-hmm. client-facing websites and, mm-hmm. and social media pages and so forth. And But what's interesting is, is even though those percentages are increasing, mm-hmm. it is still personal contact wow. is the number mm-hmm. one way that yeah. people find us still. Yeah. However, because of... Uh, what is going on in our nation and for because of um, the internet and media, then we mm-hmm. obviously have picked up our yeah. our uh, online search yeah. engine and all Good. of those types of things to reach those women who are facing crisis and, and trying to determine what they're going to do. So, yeah. so the name First Look... Uh, has a, has a message in and of itself. You're giving young moms and dads an opportunity to see and hear the heartbeat of the baby, right? That's the process. Exactly. So a young mom comes in, walk us through what that looks like when she comes in the door. Uh, well, we have an entire team of people that help each person who walks through our door. And, um, We'll talk about a woman right now because okay. we also help men. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Actually, in the same way, we kind of do the same counseling process okay. with dads-to-be as well. Hmm. So um, they come through the front door. We make that appointment. They come. We schedule it. We will do walk-ins, but most are by appointment. Okay. And um, there is, they are first met by a nurse Okay. who then takes them and does pregnancy test. Okay. And while that she is working to read that pregnancy test, the young woman is meeting with her client, what we call client coordinator, mm. who talks with her, finds out where she is, what she needs, what brings her to us, kind of get a start to build a relationship, mm-hmm. and that person is responsible for talking to her about the options and what mm. she what is her intention, okay. depending upon the results of her test. Okay. And so they have that discussion, and at that time she also offers spiritual support to mm-hmm. her. 
And so that Mm -hmm. is another person. And so at the end of the visit, if they have chosen spiritual support, she will receive that as well. Okay. And um, at the end of the, then the nurse comes back in, gives the results of the test. Mm. There is a decision-making tool that they use to look at and see what, what am I really thinking about on paper? What does this look like? Right. And what are my barriers? What are my pressures? What are my risks? Mm. What are my benefits of parenting, adoption, abortion? Okay. And so that's sort of our process on the first visit. Wow. And if necessary, there the nurse feels it's appropriate, she will have a sonogram that same day. Wow. Or it may be in another week or so, depending upon how far along she thinks she may be. But okay. that's sort of the yeah, it's good. detail process. Okay, <laughs> love that. And then they can get their truly first look, right? which I'm sure influences many young moms and dads in that mm-hmm. process. If they see a heartbeat, they're more inclined, I would assume, to want to keep this baby. Right. It's usually about 80% of those who see their heartbeat. And I will say that over the last uh, five years, we've had uh, over 700 women at risk for abortion choose life. Wow. So they come in and they haven't made the decision yet, usually about what what their final outcome is going to be, right? Is that correct? They're looking for help or? Some of them have, have in their mind that they are going to the abortion. Wow. Yes. Okay. Um, because, you know, in Texas, you must have, and of course, in Texas right now, because of the heartbeat bill, mm. this isn't happening. Mm. But um, <clears throat> an ultrasound is really necessary before you would have any type of procedure. Right. Wow. <clears throat> so 80% then choose to go ahead. Did I hear that right? Go ahead and give birth. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Yeah. So uh, young dads then, they have an option as well. They're provided counseling and teaching, I guess, through mm-hmm. your ministry. Yes, we have, we have men mm-hmm. that are on our uh, team okay. every day. And we have two men that are actually full-time employees. Mm. And then we have volunteers every day who okay. serve in both the spiritual support role and the counseling role. Wow. So I'm remembering back into a day when you didn't even have a sonogram machine, right? So there was counseling that took place, but there was a referral to go get a sonogram, right? Yeah, I remember the excitement of y'all purchasing your first. That was 2011. Wow, nice. It's first ultrasound. That's good. And now we have two. There you go. Okay, that was my next question. So so people come in uh, all, all week, I would assume, that if you have staff available and you're open every day, Yes, Pretty we're much. not open currently on Fridays. Okay. Um, we really need an extra day to kind of mm-hmm. tie things up for the week. Sure. Uh, but we do have evening hours on Tuesday. Hmm. And as things are going now, uh, our vision is that we will expand our hours beginning sometime in the fall. Okay. Now, I know at your <clears throat> former location, you had a thrift store as well. Is mm-hmm. that still a part of, of your work at the yes. new location? Yes. Okay. The good. thrift store is not at the new location. It okay. is still at 1204 Ferris Avenue. Okay. Very and, good. And uh, we've expanded, though, within mm. the last few months. We okay. rebranded. Nice. And it is now called the Thrifty Lark, mm. a resale boutique supporting first look. Oh, I love it. Okay. And their logo ties into our logo. Yeah. So we completely re 
redid it. We have plenty of room now in there. And so mm. that is a huge way folks support okay. us. Yeah, by having the word boutique with it, it sounds a little upscale almost. Yeah. So that's <laughs> nice. Okay, love that. It's a beautiful store. That's good. Okay, so people can drop by there and there's clothes mostly or mm, household anything. items? Household items, clothes, accessories, small furniture. We have a little bit of room for that now. Okay. So. Uh, pretty All much right. whatever you bring, jewelry, okay. you know. All right. So I know uh, one of the struggles that young parents are having today is with formula, uh, finding formula. Is that something y'all help with in any way? If Are you able to? We have we have looked for it when necessary for some of our mm-hmm. moms right. and dads. However, um, it has not been a huge issue for us, actually. Okay. All right. Interesting. Well, that's good. Um, well, tell us some more of the numbers then. You, you've mentioned some of those. What does that look like uh, in terms of number of people you counsel with, number of lives saved? Well, um, you know, 2021, our numbers were up about 25% over mm-hmm. 2020. And our numbers right now, in, beginning in 2022, are pretty consistent. Mm. Um we also have, um, I think we probably are having right now about 200 visits a month wow. and half of those being ultrasound and pregnancy test appointments. Okay. And then um, we then, uh, then others being classes, hmm. um, ongoing support, signing up for Medicaid, okay. um, classes after abortion, wow. healing, all those types of things make up wow. the other visits during the um, during the uh, hmm. month. And I another great thing is that of those who come in mm-hmm. and are open to spiritual support and prayer and hearing the gospel Mm -hmm. this uh right now this year we're running right at 60 percent. so over half of them are willing to do that and so we have you know i think we've had uh since the beginning of the year we've had close to 300 gospel conversations wow that's beautiful so uh that's an option they have. You're not forcing that upon them, oh, no. demanding that of them. You know, sit here and listen to this. That, no, that you give them the option. They choose, mm-hmm. and then yeah. of course you love it. But and you know, but and they may say they're not interested, but we're still praying for them there because we are a spiritual support person that are in the building. Mm-hmm. We call them spiritual mentors. Mm. Um, they are responsible first of all for beginning first look team with devotions in the morning Mm. and then they pray throughout the center all day we have a chapel we have a prayer room wow and so we pray Mm. right there in the midst of the counseling rooms whether they ask for it or not that's good let god work there you go love that so uh, you mentioned the classes can you tell us what some of those classes are what Wow, there are so many of them i never could okay how about just (laughs) some then oh they're well, childbirth classes okay. for one. All right. <laughs> um, just prep preparing for the new baby and okay. the same things for moms and dads. There's specific classes even for dads. Wow. Um, then about early parenting and caring for a new infant and all the wow. way up to potty training and Good. breastfeeding and all of those really? types of things and life skills, budgeting. Okay. Um so do you find uh, 
young moms and dads staying with you through the process then? I mean, those sound like things that go beyond just the day I found out, you know, we're pregnant. That's that's on into birth and beyond. Yeah. Well, we they can keep coming to us for classes until their child is 36 months old, three really? years old. Yes. Okay. And then, um, so that's an area where we are growing right now. Yeah. And with the changes with the heartbeat bill mm-hmm. and with the potential of the overturn of Roe versus Wade, mm-hmm. the education of parents choosing life mm-hmm. is going to become increasingly important in wow. that support. Yeah. So we are growing those. Um, I can't really tell you. We have some people who, a lot of folks who just come for what they want. Mm-hmm. Pregnancy test, ultrasound, verification for Medicaid, okay, I'm good to go. Okay. But then we have others who may come to class every week for months during their pregnancy. Wow. Or we have others who take advantage of our doula services. Okay. We offer a doula as well wow, with nice. no charge. Okay. Okay. And so that is an ongoing thing. Okay. You know, ongoing through okay. through childbirth and beyond. Wow. Love that. So just for viewers' sake, uh, describe what a doula is. A doula is a support person for mom okay. when she's preparing for pregnancy and then delivering. Okay. Whether it be in a hospital or home birth? Either one. Either one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you also then have a network or that you can provide or recommend in terms of midwives, hospitals, uh other counseling, right? I guess you have people you partner with or Well, we do, you know, we do give referral lists for mm-hmm. all of those things. That's mm-hmm. our process. We don't okay. have a but we vet people who are on our referral list. Right. So we'll give them multiple options. Okay. Love that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's first look of of Ellis County. So you find people from across the county coming mm-hmm. to you and all the all the cities and, in the area and Dallas County and Johnson County and wow. you know all over. Okay. Uh, are you aware of other ministries like yours in other counties oh, in this all, area? Oh yeah. Okay, good. There's plenty of them. Okay, good. <laughs> North Texas had has a great representation. Good. Uh, so there's plenty of support for those okay. parents here now in our Community. Yeah, love that. So uh, tell us about how your ministry is supported financially. I know this is not easy, uh, carrying on a work like this. There's cost involved to it. How does that, how does that come to you all? Well, um, as you said, we have a thrift store. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's like 20, 25% of our, our gross income okay. comes from the thrift store. Mm-hmm. And of course, as with the center as well, most of the people working in there are all volunteers. Mm in okay. the thrift store. So they're always looking for more. Mm, okay. <laughs> but there folks you go. donate. That's one way people support us. Donate their items and then mm-hmm. shop there and that provides income. Okay. So that is huge. Then of course it's churches in our county who've yes. supported us through the years. Right. And it's the people in the pew. Mm-hmm. Lots of people in the pew. Mm-hmm. So that is mm-hmm. a huge support for us. Mm-hmm. Um, grants. We can okay. we sometimes get private grants. Our most recent one is we have we have received a grant that we will for this year for from Council for Life. Wow, nice. Um, and then we are supported through um, our county. Okay, Ellis County supports Life, and so they they uh, give us reimbursement for some services. Okay, um, as 
for medical services, right, right. for sonograms and STI testing, okay. but in specifically sonograms, uh, because that is something that we provide at no charge mm. for those who are low income in okay. our community. Nice. So um, let's talk about this idea of the potential overturn of Roe v. Wade. What impact do you potentially see having that on on your work? Wow, that is an ongoing discussion. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> well, first of all, I think initially, even after the Heartbeat Act went into effect, there were people we heard across Texas that support pregnancy centers like ours saying, well, mm-hmm. uh, what are y'all going to do? You're not going to be needed anymore. Mm. Or, you know, that sort of thing. Right. And that was an initial response. Yeah, but right. then when you stop and really think about it, exactly. is unplanned and unexpected pregnancy going to stop? No. Are people not going to be in crisis any longer? Mm. They they will be. They will. So, um, but increasing, I think, what will be increasing is the amount of support that right. they need Right. When they choose life, <clears throat> obviously they may choose to go to another state mm-hmm. and proceed with their abortion, which mm-hmm. they obviously can do, mm-hmm. and some will do, but there are some who will not, yeah. and they will just know that this is where they are and that they will yeah. they will have the child. Right. So, you know, I just believe that the numbers will increase, the focus yeah. may change a little bit or right. expand, and of course we feel like, when we're preparing that after abortion support is mm-hmm. going to become more sure. critical. Sure. And you provide that as well, yes. counseling mm-hmm. and teaching at that. And we also level. do the abortion pill recovery. We're a provider with mm. our medical directors for that. Wow. wow. And that's another story. Folks can go oh, online and look that's... up abortion pill recovery. Yeah. Can, can you just briefly talk about that? Cause I, I've heard you tell this story before, uh, describe that. And it's just, it's phenomenal. So, okay. So there is, um, you may hear it called Plan C sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all heard years of Plan mm-hmm. B, Plan C. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the next thing. So it uh, it's actually two two medications. Okay. You take the first medication, mm-hmm. and then within a period of a few days or seventy two hours, mm-hmm. you take the second one that then brings on mm-hmm. the delivery of the fetus. Wow. And so um, mm. that is what a chemical abortion is, the mm. abortion pill. Mm. And so, but years ago, it was found out from some pro-life doctors that you could, you could give increased doses of progesterone mm. after the first pill. Wow. Just as you would for a miscarriage. Right. And then that could reverse the effects of that. And there's a window of about 72 hours to do that. And it has been very successful. Wow, you've seen those successes through your work. Yes. Wow, that's that's phenomenal. That's great. So, um, yeah, I I would agree with you. I I would say, or I would think that even if or when, I'm believing, uh, Roe v. Wade is overturned, that that would actually increase your work. I would see more people potentially right. uh, coming in need. So so what's ahead then for First Look? You've, you've gone through this building campaign, built beautiful facility. What's ahead now for your work? Preparing for post-Roe America. There you go. Okay, good. <laughs> I would say that's pretty much the focus at yeah. the moment. 
adjusting the conversation, adjusting the client outreach, because we know that the window mm. to reach that woman mm -hmm. who is considering abortion is mm -hmm. shorter. Okay. So it's knowing how to reach her, mm -hmm. get her on the phone mm -hmm. or text or whatever, mm -hmm. have her get in the building yeah. and proceed. That's one thing. And then just on that ongoing support. Yeah, love that. So how can people uh, help and support your work? What are some ways people can be involved? Well, obviously, financially yes, right. <laughs> is always a way for us and for any other organization. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then volunteering. Okay. And we have, as I said, we have a team of people that work there at the center with our mm. clients, and most of those folks are not employees. They're trained oh. volunteers. Okay. So that's an opportunity in those areas. Mm -hmm. Also auxiliary volunteers to just mm. do odds and ends that need to be done around. Okay. Sometimes there are projects that need to be done. Mm -hmm. um, and then there are volunteers in the thrift store, which mm. is a really easy way to mm -hmm. volunteer. Mm -hmm. So volunteerism is huge for yeah. us. It's good. Um, our volunteer hours every year well exceed 10,000 hours. Wow. And I'm sure that's a variety of people who maybe do that regularly, or maybe it's just a one or two time thing. They come in and give what time they can, and then they're they're out, maybe yeah. back in later. Yeah. So the only commitment, of course, in the center, it's a bigger commitment. It's, yes, that's a that's a real commitment and call from the God from right. God because that's like a weekly commitment. Sure, sure, good. I love that. Well, uh, Vertical Church is so honored to be a part of supporting the work of First Look, and we pray for you and look forward to what's ahead. Is there anything else you'd want to share with people today? Let them know about your ministry today. Anything we've not covered? I think we've, you know, between your questions and my rambling, we've covered, we've covered quite a bit. Yeah. I would say prayer. Just pray for us right now. These yeah. are kind of challenging times, mm -hmm. um, and Satan loves to get in and stir the pot, and yep. and, uh, yep. and that we see that all the time. And I know you do it at yeah. the church too. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm sure you find uh, mostly support. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have? Um, reaction, resistance, or people actively trying to stop your work? Not, not very much here in Ellis County. The most right. of what we get are just calls that you can tell from the phone call or mm -hmm. the person who's coming through the door that this is not real. This person's not really seeking our service. They're seeking yeah. information. Right. We call them fake <laughs> clients. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> so that. that's, but you know, with with things going on right now, obviously we are taking extra security precautions and yeah. trying to prepare for whatever may be ahead. So obviously we would appreciate prayer in yeah. that regard for us yeah. and for ministries like ours across across the nation, mm -hmm. and even for churches, they're suffering from that as well. Exactly, exactly. Well, as I say, we are honored and we're grateful for you and uh, the vision that God put in your heart and your faithfulness over the years. We, we support you and encourage others to do the same as well. So thank you again, Donna, for being part of our podcast today. Uh, blessings to y'all. I'd encourage you to stop by uh, the ministry. I guess if someone wanted to stop by and take a look, they could. Would call first. Call first for an appointment. <laughs> Privacy concerns. Yes. <laughs>
Of course. Uh, they can go online and, and find more about the ministry. It's friendsoffirstlook.org. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, go online, check them out, uh, support, volunteer, and pray for them and their work and this unique uh, window of time that they have to work with young young moms and dads who are making critical decisions about their lives and a baby that God has placed in their hands. So uh, thank you again and uh, blessings to all of you as you uh, continue on lifting them up and living them out. <laughs>